Welcome back to episode 205 of Classroom Brew. Just a quick disclaimer, this is the second of two student series episodes for this year. For this week, we have Kyra, who is coming shortly after the interview with Kenny. This was also performed in a classroom, performed, recorded in a classroom. And it is important to note these are non-alcoholic episodes for obvious reasons. So without any further ado, for our second and final episode of the 2021 student series, I give you Kyra. Well, thanks for doing this and, and jumping in. No problem. This is, it's it's funny because I've got, I had Kenny that was just on. Uh, I've got you on for this one too. And I also know you guys had like a little friendly competition <laughs> pretty much since you guys were sophomores too, which was like the coolest competition ever. It was to be number one or number two and you guys both succeeded. So that's pretty I know, fun. Oh, it's crazy. Like we were literally sitting there. The craziest way it came about is like, we were doing our work in your class for Embark. And he was like, just talking, talking and talking. I'm like, man, he not doing no work at all, you know. So I just finished all my work like that because I'm used to doing everything early so I don't have mm-hmm. to do no homework when I get home. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, did you even do your work? I said, yeah, did you do your work? And he's like, you did all of it? I'm like, yeah. He was like, we were talking the whole time. I said, you got to learn how to multitask. And he like, oh, so I got competition, huh? I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> I heard you got the number one spot. I'm going to take it. And he was like. He was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's like, we'll see about that. And the bet was like whoever won it, you know, at the end of the year, we buy a Subway sandwich. But, you know, your girl's a little short, so I bought him some headphones. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So do you think that competition helped you or was it just something to kind of mess around or was it actually like something that day in and day out you were like, gotta be Ken-. like friendly, of course, but gotta be Kenny. <laughs> you know, I feel like that was one of the things that motivated me to do better. But it wasn't like I was going to die if I didn't get the valedictorian right, right. A healthy, A healthy, friendly competition, <laughs> yeah. of course, of course. Well, and you came in, too, as a transfer midway through the year, too. Was yeah. that kind of hard to come in? And well, I mean, you, you obviously acclimated well, but what was that like in those first few weeks? It was very hard because I actually initially came back to Chicago in March um, from I was at high school in Maryland, in Baltimore, Maryland in Montgomery County, and they were like, yo, you can't come here yet, you know. First of all, we don't have your stuff. And when I did get my stuff transferred to they were like, oh, okay, well, we've, the kids are about to go on break, and it doesn't make sense for you to start when we're about to go on break in mm. a week. So they made me sit that week out. I was almost out of school for a month. And when I finally did come here, they were like, okay, you're missing a lot of stuff that you need to pass here by CPS and you're behind a few credits. It's like and miss I'm not gonna drop no names. But I could if you do slip <laughs> up I can bleep it too, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Um the principal told me she's like, Yeah, you're gonna have to do summer school. And hearing that as a all A B student, I was like, Rough, raggy? Like me doing <laughs> summer school? That's not it. No, I'm not doing so unless you have to work really hard. And that was my like one of my biggest motivations was I don't want to be held back an extra year. I need to hurry up and get out of here. So I said, okay, girl, we're going to apply and do everything. 
everything that's thrown at us, every extra credit, every honors class, everything they give me, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And at the end of the year, I finished off with a a credit and a half extra, which I was like very happy about. (laughs) Well, it's not easy to do that too. And you also too, coming in, so there's a phrase, I'm going to bleep it so that we don't dox our school, but there's something called being where there's the way that most people do it here and the ways that people coming in are not used to. So like you came in as a motivated student, very respectful and kind, but also like you weren't afraid to express yourself. And you for the entire three years that you were here, you never became you still stuck true to yourself. Did you kind of notice yourself like fighting against that? Or was it just like, nope, this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. Or did you notice yourself give and take a little bit or what happened? So naturally I was, I would say before I came to and I was like tasked. Mm-hmm. And when I say that is I wasn't always the student that always did. They work, always came to class on time, always was there, always tried to do the work. But when it came to homework, you couldn't pay me to do homework. Okay. So the shift came when you came here because you knew <laughs> when I, I came catch up. and got into high school. Cause like I saw everybody getting into like places like again, you know, I didn't want to go to cause everybody at Cosminsky had went to and okay. ugh, don't want to see them. <laughs> Not that group. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man, like everybody getting into these good schools. And I felt like I was like, man, I really kind of gave up on myself and like going through what I was going through, you know, at home. I was like, man, I really got to step my game up to make sure I make a spot for myself because ain't nobody going to push me. Ain't nobody going to tell me to do these things when I get to high school. So I was like, you know, once I seen myself, no, once I learned that I can make all A's and B's because at first I wasn't making all A's and B's. I was making like C, like my when I finished like seventh grade year, <laughs> I had a two point seven. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, I never would have guessed that. Two point five, two point seven, and I could only go to military and um, public schools. So that kind of hurt me, and I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna do better, you know, for myself, and so I can. And then like when I really had got hit with life and reality, I was like, man, I really got to do better. Mm-hmm. So I started making all A's and B's. Came to. I was I had all A's, almost all A's, and junior year, that's when I hit the all A mark, and I was like, I'm gonna keep doing this. I gotta keep doing this. I saw it was tempting, but to like you know, trail off and go do other stuff. But once I realized like what could happen when I did those other things and what I could risk losing, what I sure. haven't already lost, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta do better. So I started doing all the work that I could. And like I've seen a lot of kids here, it's just like it's it, it makes me so sad to see them, you know, tied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing it, things that are not the best decision for them in the long run. Because I think about it, I'm like, man, you you stuck in the now. You're not thinking about like what's gonna come afterwards. You think you got it, you know, so figured out. And I know I don't got it figured out, but sure. like you think you got it and you think you know what's gonna happen, but you not. And I'm not saying that you have to go to college, but you got to do something because after high school just getting a regular smegler old job ain't gonna do it like that worked for some people I know I get everybody ain't worth you know everybody don't want to go to college everybody don't want to go to trade school or whatever but just working a job don't always work because like you gonna want something that's gonna keep you with a job you know because yeah something you're engaged in and you want to do right because you know I know like I work I work at and I don't want to have to pick up drill bits off the wall for old perverted men for the rest of my life. Oh, no. Yeah, that I sounds don't. terrible. 
<laughs> is it that common? Oh, no. Yes, it's that common. I don't want to count change for the rest of my life. I mean, yeah, if it's mine, but, you know, I'm digging in a drawer. That ain't my money. So <laughs> It's painful, right? You're like, it's oh, my painful. God, I wish. So you mentioned, too, like because you've faced plenty of adversity in your life that you've overcome. What are some of the things that have been in place, whether it's people or activities or whatever? What has kind of kept you like on the track that you put yourself on? What has kept you involved and doing what you knew you had to do? Well, a number of things. I have to credit it towards my family, mostly like my auntie and my uncle, my cousin. You know, when they, they got me, they took a chance when getting me because I had been moved from five different homes already and it just it just wasn't working out and I was already like, man, don't nobody want me. Like, and then like, you look at the foster care system, like I'm not a foster kid, but you know, you look at that and you like, you go like, man, like a lot of people that's adopted, you know, they ain't adopting teenagers they ain't adopting 15, 16 year olds. You know, they want somebody that's six or seven or younger, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody they can raise and instill. What's the way? Values and things like that. Yeah. Them place their own image into and you can't do that into it for a teenager, you know, because a teenager then. They didn't grow up, they didn't see things, they didn't experience things that, you know, someone who's six or seven probably hasn't. And it's like, man, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. And then, like, I already had family issues going on. So a lot of people didn't really want to get involved, whether they were my friends or they were my family in general. They didn't sure. want nothing to do with it. So I see, like, them being, like, partially, like, my savers and helping me get to where I had, showing me things that I didn't know how to do. Like, well, I, I couldn't do laundry. I couldn't do nothing. Your girl yeah. was just down bad. <laughs> <laughs> then I have to say also, I'm an artist at heart, so I always see myself. I'm like, man, I got to do something better. I don't want to live the way and live the life that I've been living because, like, this ain't fun. This ain't cool, you know. I always was like, man, I got to I gotta have a dream, an aspiration. I got to do something because the now that I'm in, I'm not comfortable in it. I don't like it. I always thought, like, if I don't like what's going on right now, or if you as a person don't like what's going on now, you can always go back and change it. You never stuck in what you in for too long. You know, can't nothing hold you down unless you let it hold you down. So I said, you know what, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a find something that I like to do, you know, and I like to help people. So I'm like, man, I'm going to keep working towards that and building relationships with different types of people and experiencing things because like I really want to get out in this world and make something of myself and live and have people like I'm not saying that I want to you know be like a hero or whatever because I don't (laughs) see myself that way I see myself as somebody who wants to contribute something to the world you know like I don't want to just go out damn bad (laughs) well and it sounds like too the big part is connecting with people whether they're someone that's helping you or somebody that's going to keep you engaged Uh, have there been like people at the school that you think like this is really where I can not latch on to, because that sounds like a negative term, but if engagement is a really important part, who are the people that you tend to gravitate toward? Well, I found myself, like, it was some kids here that were pretty inspirational. Like, Kenny, I love Kenny to death. <laughs> That's my boy right there. That's my best friend. Kenny, I had my own little friend group, my own little clique or whatever. But, you know, after, like, I mean, after, like, junior year, the pandemic hit, I mean, we kind of branched out away from each other. We still sure. love each other, but, you know, some relationships died. Some of them just, the growth was just stunted. Like, yeah, the digital divide took a, took a toll on everybody, of course. Was that why you chose hybrid, by the way? To be in well, person some days? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't originally choose hybrid. Ah, but, okay, okay. <laughs> um, 
also a bigger inspiration was like the teachers, like being like, I feel like the teachers here are so sweet. Like, of course, you know, you had some people just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to drop no names, but we know who I'm talking about. We could about. bleep it. I could even cut it too. You can go for it. We all know. Not a fan? I didn't even know who she was until seeing you. I am not a fan of Sis, uh, this is why you need more than one counselor. You need one for the freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors, and the seniors, because all collectively, they all going through the same journey, but at different stages. It's right. different for every other person. Groups of people are going through different stages in yeah. their life. They got their own problems at home or whatever. It's like, you you can't do that. That's right. But I can understand that the school we at, we can't afford that. Right. I can understand that. And I can understand how that can be hard on the teachers, too, because teachers, you know, they do the bo- the role of, like, both. You know, they, like, I'm not saying y'all parents, but y'all kind of like parents, you know. <laughs> so it's like y'all, that's how, that's how other, another way y'all inspirational. Like, you know, even though, like, we at a school, y'all could easily have gone somewhere else that paid y'all, you know, more money. And, you know, it was a little bit nicer because <laughs> 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 it ain't all that, okay? But it's like, I feel like y'all just... Y'all see the potential and what could be and what could happen, and y'all stick with it. And I, I really respect y'all for doing that because it's a lot of teachers that would have left already. You know, they would have mm. met the kids. They were like, man, these kids, <laughs> damn, you know. <laughs> so, and, you know, they would have met the teachers, their colleagues, because I know it's some, probably some people here that you don't like that ain't, you know, who we just spoke of. So it's like, man, these people, y'all ain't paying me enough for this. But y'all stuck with it because y'all truly care. And that's, like, very inspirational. And I guess it seems like y'all very passionate about teaching because y'all see the good that could come from the kid. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, too, when when I student taught, should have been in 2017, the the big thing I noticed was I was at a school that was very affluent. They had all the resources in the world. And, like, they already came in when I was doing sophomore and junior classes. Like, they're good. Like, if I'm here or not, they're going to go on to college and be great and be at grade level with all their stuff. Did I really impact them? Like, yeah, they got some more content from me. But, like, did they get to become better readers or writers? Marginally, because they were already pretty Mm -hmm. much there. But, yeah, the prospect of a high school that's reading at a second or third grade level, I might not get them up to grade level, but I could get them to jump up maybe from second grade to sixth grade. That's for sure a big thing, too, and that is for sure much more engaging for me. If I want to actually teach somebody, I'd rather give them like big gains than just kind of be a pencil pusher, if you will. But well, in terms of like, you've made it to the finish line. I asked Kenny this too. What advice would you have? So you've talked about people that you've leaned on and your values and things like that. If you have a freshman that's coming in or even a transfer student coming in at any point, what would be the biggest X factor for them to to make it to succeed? That's a good question because there's so many, <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm not going to say, look, y'all, as freshmen, y'all still kids. You know, I'm still a kid. I don't feel like, I feel like I've made it, but it's so, like, it's like when you run a relay and, you know, you know, you got the 100, the 200, the 400. I feel like I've merely did the 800 meter dash. Like, (laughs) I've only went around that one time. I got to go around again, you know? So it's like, I feel like really just focus on bettering. Get how you can do better and what more you can learn and try and reach out to your teachers and see if they can help you learn more because they're obviously they're going to help you learn more. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're a freshman, 
That's this can't be said any better. Please stay away from the seniors. Please don't be thinking <laughs> you finna walk around here with a little senior boo, a junior boo, a, a sophomore boo. Don't do that, y'all. Don't do that. That's just stay in their lane, right? Is what yeah, you're saying. Okay. like okay. I mean, if you, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, not all the seniors are bad. Like, be friends with them, but don't think you finna walk around here <laughs> with your senior husband and y'all finna grow up <laughs> and have a little fan. It's not finna work out like that, sis. I'm just, right. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I liked the the track reference too. I'm still, I'm sad we never got because you started track when right before covid would hit last yeah. year and then obviously this season was an entirely covid based season and we just never got it going but i hated that so bad because my freshman year due to reasons i could not join any activities mm-hmm. i didn't have any money <laughs> i didn't have you know like i just couldn't and my mama wouldn't let me join anything sure um which kind of hurt me because i was like man like i'm a I'm a freshman, sophomore student, and I ain't never did, like, I haven't been in any, you know, clubs, any track. I haven't done a service learning project, whatever you call it. I haven't done any of that. I felt like, I felt like I was, what's the way to put it? Like, I didn't have enough to compete with the other kids because they was on a different level from me. You know, they... They parents was taking them to soccer games, football games. They went to homecoming, all that. I went to two homecomings, but you know that's still. The, the, I don't really even count the last one as a homecoming because that one got ruined. But <laughs> but they, I felt like they was on a whole different level, and that made me feel a little insecure about myself as a student because I'm course. like, man, like they out here doing it big, and like I'm just sitting here, like I felt, I felt dumb. <laughs> And obviously, we know that that's not true, but it, the the insecurity for sure. And I wanted to I wanted to play something for you too, because mm-hmm. I think this is I think you you summed it up perfectly. Where it feels like they're in a different league because of the opportunities they have. But we do have some exciting news from this school year that I had to lie to you about it for a little <laughs> bit. There, I couldn't really tell you because you're actually the receiver or the recipient of the wing scholarship. Yeah, which you didn't know. Do you, do you want me to play the video with the, the yeah. reaction for it? <laughs> Oh, this was a good moment. <laughs> there is one thing. If you guys are at home, you might want to check this out real quick because we actually have something that I really wanted to cover today that I've been holding on to for about two weeks. So Kenny was my my spy on that one. He helped me out with, uh, you know, figuring out, like, getting you to the school, for example. He asked you pizza and all that stuff, but that was a good one. You know, my favorite part of that is when you go, oh, shit, like, real, like, <laughs> real subtly. That's the best part for that. But walk me through that moment. So you you asked me about it, like, a few weeks prior, and inside, paralysis. I was like, don't blow the surprise. There's going to be a big reveal with Frank, and he's got the shoes, and he's got the shirts and all that stuff. <laughs> I had to play it off just being like, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I forgot about it. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I already knew at that point. But the big reveal happens and you get bombarded with all this stuff. What's that like in that moment? Oh, my gosh. It felt like, oh, it felt so good. Like, I was just feeling the nostalgia and the high from it now. It <laughs> felt like 
having this big old burden you like I, I had recently gave up uh, I had did the uh posse scholarship mm-hmm. and during that time like I was like man like I, I really need to get up on these scholarships and when I when I had to give that up because they gave me a school that I that was way too far. Right, because they match you and it's pretty much like, that's it, whatever they choose, right? Yeah, and like I, I begged. I was like, please give me give me Wisconsin and Madison. I was like, please give me that one. And they was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> in your dreams, sis. Right, so wasn't for you, yeah. I got to the last final round and I was competing against one of my friends, actually. Um, his name is Ahmad. And I was like, yo, you know, you got this, you know, I can see you, you going to get it. It's no doubt about it. You know, you come from a real good school. I said, yeah, you're going to get this. So after we did our final meeting, I completely dropped out of it because I was like, this ain't where I want to be at. If I go there, I feel like I'm taking an opportunity from someone else who actually really, really wants it. Sure. So sure. I was like, man, I'm, I got to let it go. And plus it wasn't, a full ride scholarship it was just tuition and not like room and board so I was gonna have to get a scholarship for that so I was like man like at this point and then they didn't have no major that I was interested in I was like man I can't do it so I told them no and that feeling on my stomach was just it felt I felt so sick like I felt opportunity that you were you know essentially even though it wasn't for you walking away from I felt like I had messed everything up and then I was never going to get an opportunity like that ever again. I was like, oh my God, this opportunity that a lot of people don't get. And I just gave it up like that. And I'm like, man, with no thought. And I was like, you know what? We just going to sign up for a whole lot of scholarships to pray to Jesus that one of them come through. And so when I heard about the wings, I was like, yo, this, this could be me. This could be me right here. So I did all of, I did. Someone, I had someone help me with some of the stuff. And, you know, I did the essay, had my essay reviewed and whatnot. So I, when I sent it in, I was like, man, I feel a little bit better. But once it got to the end and I had to get, I had an opportunity to do another scholarship where I was the only person who signed up for it. <laughs> and it was for black women in Chicago who are nice. artists. So I was like, yo, <laughs> that's me to a T. <laughs> so I signed up for it, did all the work just for them to tell me no. Are you and serious? I, yes. And I was the only one who signed up for it. I'm oh my like, God. I'm like, damn, like that's, you see me, right? You see <laughs> me, see my application and you still, I was like, you know what? It just ain't meant for me. So that kind of discouraged me a little bit. And I didn't sign up for any more scholarships after that because I was like, don't nobody, I kind of went through this phase of like, don't nobody want me. I said, I'm making good grades, but that don't matter. Like that's, I'm not the type of person that they want there at their school. I just was going through it. And then, like, I had got offered, uh, De- DePaul had um, accepted me in Dominican. Dominican was very, very, very convincing because $400 a year, that's a nice financial aid packet right there. Yeah, that's nice. Especially because, well, Wings is a gap scholarship, so it's whatever you need, right? Yeah. So you're, you're good. So, like, I was like, man. And then I, I ca- this was before I had got my Wings scholarship. And okay. I was like, okay. DePaul has more stuff, bigger. If I wanted to switch my major, I could. There's room for that versus Dominican, which only has a few. It's a really small school. I'm like, man, I'm going to leap and say DePaul. So I committed to DePaul on the last day (laughs) that they said. They they gave me an extension. They were like, look, sis, Monday, 1159, 
boom, that's it. Take it or leave it. And I took it. And I was like, man, I ain't going to be able to go off to college my first, maybe my first year, second year at all. I'm going to oh, have to like wait. commute, right? Yeah. So I was like, man, I'm going to be paying like 10000 almost $1,000 a year or something like that just to go there. And I can't even stay on the camp. So I was, a little, I was a little panicky about that. I was like, I just pray that one of these scholarships I signed up for come through for me. And I had that day that I actually won the scholarship. It was earlier that day. It was like six period. I called up uh, the Jackie Robinson Foundation because I had did a scholarship for them. And they had declined me like later on a week after. And like, I was like, okay. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm praying that one of these scholarships come through because I got I to pay off this money that I don't have. I'm just now becoming employed. You know, I'm just right. now working. So it's not like I have the money like that because I don't. And I'm like, I got to do something. So that other day, to be surprised with all that stuff, it felt like this big old barrier had just been lifted. Like I was just in the woods with a tree on my back. And I'm like, anybody, somebody help me. Right. And then th getting all that stuff and getting the scholarship, it was just like, <laughs> I felt so much better. I was like, wow. Like I just felt so achieved. I felt so happy. I felt so liberated especially like i haven't gone through so much stuff for the past six years it's just like oh my god this is this is amazing because i wouldn't have never thought like i always wanted to go to school for free and i'm like yeah but like you know i kind of i still wanted it but i was like man like how realistic is that after having like gone through these past few years and just to have it happen was just so liberating to me yeah absolutely i think you asked me about like a few things for an essay once but this was 100% you. And just to see your name on the thing when, when Frank told me, I was like, oh my God, that's incredible. Like, just so proud. And I, I hope you're just as proud as, of yourself as I am, or even half as proud, because that, be, that would be good. But did anything, did you know anything was up? Did I give anything away? I was trying to be as cool, calm, and collected for three weeks, just holding on to this information <laughs> until we scheduled it for Friday. And I was like, I hope she's going to be there. I made up a few things, like we're going to do this for the seniors, and we got to do this and your paperwork. And just I made up like 17 things <laughs> and then it worked out. But any, did I give away anything to Kenny, anybody? <laughs> I didn't suspect a single thing yes. because that week was Miss birthday. And I was like, yo, Kenny, we should do something for her birthday since that's the only teacher I know that's in the building that, you know, got a birthday on this week. And I was like, yeah, I get paid, sis. I'm like, yeah, we finna go. We finna call up somebody, get like a, Four boxes of pizza. We'll have all the teachers grab some pizza. Because, you know, it's been a long day. Everybody been going through it. COVID, I get it. Everybody just come on. We eat some pizza. You know, we, we chill a little bit, you know. And he called me when I was at home. I was like, I had just, uh, I had got, um, my cousin was getting a tattoo. And I, I was like, boy, what you want? He, Kyra, I don't know what to get. I got this card or something uber east card from my dad and he like yeah i don't know what to eat i was like i don't know get some get some something jerk that's what i want right now get something jerked or like some pizza or some tacos or something and he was just like yeah okay what about the drink i said get some juice <laughs> get some juice he's so smooth he was so, so smooth, smooth with it i did not suspect the thing i was like he is so weird i got off the phone with him. I'm like <laughs> he is so weird and then like, he probably like Brushed it off, forgot about it. I did. And then the next day, <laughs> we hit the school. And I was like, oh, my God. So that's why you called me yesterday. 
He even too, at one point I got a, a G chat on my, my CPS account from him. And he was like, she's going to be on the second floor in two seconds. Cause I was like, that was like, as we were getting all the stuff in the room and hiding it away. And we had to make sure he didn't see anything beforehand. So we had to like real quick, like turn off the lights and like Frank hid in the corner over there. <laughs> like didn't want to worry about anything. I made sure I like locked the door. Cause I was like, don't worry. Like love my kids. Like I want you to come in if you want to talk, but like, just not today. And it, it worked <laughs> out though. I'm gonna get those automatic lights real quick. <laughs> but yeah, it did, it did work out. Well, so you are now a student that I'm technically not your teacher or your coach anymore, but you made it to the other side. You did it with a lot of perseverance and hopefully some support along the way. If you were thinking about like a, a new teacher coming in or, or trying to quantify like the things that you needed to get along the way, what were those things, whether it be people or supports or what is it that you needed throughout your four years to make it to this point? Oh, that's such a great question. First of all, look, I know when I came here, I know I was getting on your nerves. I know I was coming in your classroom, you eating up all the food. That <laughs> oh, well, that I didn't care about until there was a rat or a mouse sitting on that table right there one day. And I was like, oh, my God, this has got to, that's the only. <laughs> this has got to stop. Right, right. <laughs> I will rain hellfire. This has got to stop. <laughs> did I ever tell you what I did to a student, by the way, once that, they had chips in my, this was like the day after. And so mm -hmm. I just had a few bucks in my pocket just in case. And to prove a point, I went up to him, I grabbed it, stomped on it, threw it out. But then I snuck a, a $5 bill to like pay for it back. And I was like, don't tell anybody. Oh, I would have been sent, so hurt. I sent a message. They were, they appreciate it. They're like, all right, I'm gonna get like four bags with this. So it worked uh, out. That was so funny. And you know, um, to answer your question, um, I feel like more, like, kids just need more inspiration. Like, I feel like one thing I've learned about having, like, and meeting the kids here is, like, a lot of them, they going through stuff at home. And, like, you know, I feel like if they seem different and, like, they experience different, like, I feel like Embark was, like, one of the best things that could happen for the kids because it, it takes them out of the school. You know, like, I'm, it, it keeps the, you know, school values. It gives them a set of values to live by and go by. And then they go and they visit these places. They see all these things and have all these activities. I feel like that can be very good for the kids because it's showing them what they could do, mm -hmm. what they could accomplish, what they could be. You know, almost like a, you know, yeah, it's like a career day, but for, you know, <laughs> older kids, you know. Who? Sure. <laughs> and it's a very fun thing. And, like, you know, seeing, like, this, having the teachers be there, like, a, a, like you are a very supportive teacher. And, like, having oh, somebody like that you know, around them and show them those different things, it's inspiring. And I feel like that's one of the things that the kids need is, you know, to do something different other than like, well, you know, just like hand sheets and like, you know, signing stuff and filling out stuff. Yeah, that's good and all, but that's only going to do so much. And like having a class like Embark be able to take you out of your comfort zone and take you to do different things is amazing. Mm -hmm. And showing you that it's okay to fail it's okay to you know fall short a little bit sometimes just get back up and dust yourself off and you know continue on down the road because it's it's more that's gonna come and i feel like now if you ask me i really think that miss should have like more little fundraisers you know some other competitive <laughs> stuff because i don't know nobody in this building that want to write an essay when they did that they said that 800 uh 800 um word essay i was like man I love to write, but I don't like writing that much. I wanted that money so bad, but I didn't. 
<laughs> wasn't worth it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew I wasn't finna do it. So I was like, man, I feel like we need to do like little stuff like, like have little bake bake offs, have little oh, yeah. wash cars, you know, do a teacher car wash or something. You know, just teachers here, they got cars, you know, do something fun, like or like have a little a pie face day for teachers or whatever. <laughs> have everybody vote on which teacher they want to get pad. You know, little activities like that that can bring the people in the school together. Right. Throughout the year, not just, you know, at the end or something. Yeah. And something that the kids can bond with the teachers because a lot of kids at home, they might not have those type of bonds with their parents or they mm-hmm. they siblings, you know, or they might not even have parents or siblings at all. And, you know, having that at school is good because for people like me, before I moved, when I was moving around a lot, school was my my escape from everything. You know, I, I was like, man, I treated school like this is my ticket up out of here, out of what I'm going through. You know, so I'm going I'm going to fight for it and I'm going to do what I need to do at school. You know, coming to school was. It was like you not at home no more. You and like you at a you at a party, you at a club. I mean, yeah, you got to do work and stuff like that. But it was like coming to the club. You see your friend, y'all. Yeah, we ain't gotta wear uniform. We step out, <laughs> wear little outfits. It's it's just something about being in school that's just so liberating because you get to see people, meet new people, do different things. It's it's fun, and like I feel like if kids seen that and they experience that more instead of it just being like handouts, sheets here, packets here, da da da. Like that ain't teaching nobody nothing. I'm not saying right. that you do that because you don't be doing that. But thank you for recognizing. Yeah, <laughs> he don't do that, y'all. So he ain't that type of teacher. Okay. But you know, it's other teachers that's gonna get you packets, that little sellers crap, that <laughs> that's a waste of money. Y'all don't do that to the kids. Get in there with the class in the classroom and actually do stuff, bond with them. Like in a way, those are your children. Like them, y'all ain't y'all probably ain't got kids, but look, them are your children. Them your children, them your cousins. You know, and I feel like if kids had that more, that would that would really help them out. Absolutely. Well, whether it's whether it's a an experience like that or if it's an, an embark thing, what were some of the ones for you that were really like you're like I'm never gonna forget this or this set me on this path or what were like the big standout moments in your high school career? Experiencing embark because I had never been in a class like embark and I had never did the stuff that Embark took me to go do, you know, I ain't never had money to do that type of stuff. So, like, being able to go on these free field trips, we went to schools, you know, I feel like we also need more college um, tours because ain't no reason how I could count on my hand how many college tours we had. That just, that just not cool, okay? I feel like being able to go on these trips and, like, see these different things and then having, like, a set of values put in place to kind of like look up for to look look up to and you know you can apply them to everyday things that was that was a very good thing to do and then like having the teachers around I feel like what really did it for me was the teachers because I hadn't like I had I met teachers that cared before but a lot of them was trying to care for it as much as they could so they can get their check because <laughs> I don't know how y'all check work but look they they was more concerned about that check and you know, seeing that it was teachers here that really care and that really like had your best interests at heart, that's that's a blessing. That's a good thing. Well, and thank you too. That that, that means a lot. And it's it's nice to hear it. Like you already came in with like all these these things going for you. Like you were hardworking, even though it did, might not have been that way the whole time. You came in with all this, but it's it's been so cool to see you guys truly grow and you know adapt and 
both of you guys have shown that you realize this isn't the end. Like I'm gonna keep, I'm a lifelong learner, which I think is really cool. But what comes next? I know that we've talked about wings and, you know, DePaul's coming next, but you kind of were going in a few different directions at one point. But as of now, what's, what's the plan? Well, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> After school in, and like we out of school for real, for real, I'm gonna get in my bed and I'm gonna sleep the best <laughs> sleep I ever slept in my entire life because I am not right. a morning person. Mornings, they just, I'm not grouchy, I'm not grumpy, but it's something about mornings that just suck all the life and soul out of me <laughs> until I actually get into the school building and see people I care about and that I actually like here. <laughs> but for me, I feel like I really just over this summer is just gonna be I like to call it project hustle. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna nice. be doing I'm gonna be working and working and working to get my money up, you know, that way I can get like a little head start, you know, even though I ain't paying for nothing, you know, I know it's gonna be some payments I'm gonna have to make, you know. <laughs> so I'm gonna definitely work real hard over the summer. I'm gonna enjoy myself, I'm gonna spend time with my family. Um, spend more time with my brother because uh, I didn't. I missed. He missed out on a lot, you know, being away for so long. So I'm, I'm gonna take the time to spend time with him and see my. I've never met my niece and nephew, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. be able to hopefully physically see my niece and nephew sometime this summer. Then by the time you know school coming around. Gonna move into my little dormy dorm, right. decorate my dormy dorm with Ooh! your roommate and everything. Yes, I can't wait to decorate. Do you, oh. do you know what? When you were talking about your roommate, do you remember you were very tired? We all were. It was the end of the day. It'd been a long week. It was toward the end of the year. You go, yeah. She's from uh, Philadelphia, but she was born in Pennsylvania. And I was like, Kyra, oh. Kyra, think about what. And you went, Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired that day. I had worked on the, on that Memorial Day. I'm so tired. This will make you feel better, though. There's probably some adults listening to this. We're bound to between 1,500 and 2,000 people. Some people don't even realize that. They don't realize it's the same same, yeah. same region. <laughs> one's a city, one's a state until just now when I said that. Yeah, I was like, I had to, I was like, think about it, Kyra. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> what did I just say? That's amazing. But, well, that's, ex- so the official major, though, that to Paul and minor is? Well, my major, I picked animation. I really, really see myself. I always wanted to help make film because I film. I've always been passionate about arts and film or doing something related to film or maybe like the runway or something. I'm very, very passionate about it. And I just love the craft that comes behind making film. You know, it's it's a very, it's a different experience. Like that's why I like Whenever I see movies like horror movies, action movies, sci-fi movies, I always look at, I watch the behind the scenes and, you know, I kind of like to look at it and see what they be doing. Sure. And I'd be like, oh, that looks so fun. Like, I feel like that type of setting is what I need to thrive in as an artist because I love to create. So, like, seeing that type of stuff and I like to draw. So, I feel like being in that type of environment with all different types of people and artists from different backgrounds, we can just bounce our ideas off each other and come together and make something so cool and unique and different. And I got a lot of ideas, y'all. Like, I'm just saying, like, the stuff y'all be seeing in film now, like, that's good and all. <laughs> but wait until I come out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see you in the behind the scenes thing okay. at some point. There you go. Y'all going to see my name. But look, <laughs> um, I know I really want to do animation. Um, I thought about played on a concept of game 
art design, but I was like, mm, I don't know about that. I kind of lean more towards <laughs> animation instead. And then my minor, I'm still trying to figure out my minor. I'm not sure what I want my minor to be. Now, you know, it does change every. So if you at any point in college, I think I changed mine two, maybe three times. So if that does happen, don't be alarmed. I know you kind of know that, but just mm-hmm. sometimes it's nice to hear it. Like, don't be alarmed if you decide to change things up. But that's exciting, though. I remember yeah. at one point it was uh, practical makeup effects, and you, you were pretty much, you ran the gambit. <laughs> you and Kenny both have kind of been exploring different options, which is good. You should be. But I really. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Very rude. <laughs> but I really, like, enjoyed, like, doing that at first. Like, I was like, yeah, girl, we going to do special effects. And makeup. And I was like, nah, let me just special effects. And I was like, nah, this ain't, this ain't it. So <laughs> at one point, I actually wanted to be a fashion designer. It's, I just then went on a roll. You might coasting. still too. Who knows? You might go back I to it. I still love fashion. Side hobby. Yeah. Yeah. It's still possible. I remember too, because you mentioned um, stuff to like little competitions and stuff. You did the cooking challenge when I did the digital thing too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and Fabian did that. That just Sorry, that just came to my head. But Well, that's exciting. Um. I, I do want to say that, I'm, I mean, well, one, I appreciate you doing this, but two, it truly has been really cool to see you grow and mature and develop and go through all these things and still push through. And the whole time, I mean, like not perfect every single day, but you still had a smile on your face and you were still empathetic to others and responsive to the needs of others. And also you had your, your eyes on the vision. And I, I think that's been, it's one of the things that I definitely, had many things, one of the many things that I admire about you is that you are willing to be vulnerable and allow yourself to experience that but you don't let it pull you off the track like we talk about this thing called learned helplessness and that has never been anything that i would ever use to describe you which is truly it's it's one of the things that you you hope to see and instill in others and it's just been truly truly an honor to see that in motion with you so i'm very proud of you i hope you are too thank you so much that means a lot i just i grew up seeing a lot of learned helplessness and i was just like that is just so not cute. So I was like, like, (laughs) that's the episode title. (laughs) Look, learn helplessness is so not cute, y'all. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) There's the episode title. Well, so now that I am technically no longer your teacher, coach, I know you're like, "Mm, you still are. But technically, uh, I like to give, you know, students or former students a chance to truly ask me anything that like, you know, when I'm your teacher, I got to give you the filtered company line. But Anything that you would like to ask, and I'll give you a second. When, when I asked Kenny to, his eyes lit up, and he's like, "Give me a minute to think about these." But if there's anything, now is now is your time. Okay, because I wanted to know, did you pop the question yet? Because I want to know. <laughs> I know you mentioned it, and I was like, "Bro, <laughs> gonna be out of school." I'm like, "Yo, I gotta be at the wedding. I got to. <laughs> so, I gotta eat the wedding food." I'll make sure she. I will avoid the the last <laughs> bit of this this episode. But that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to help out with this. <laughs> it's interesting how, so Kenny had one that like, I had to be like, don't worry, I can cut that. But yours, the first thing you go to was, if you pop the question, it's just funny seeing the, the differences in the questions. It's funny. I'll, I'll tell you what Kenny's question was later. The one that oh, I couldn't put good in. good Lord. I can only imagine <laughs> how bad his question <laughs> So, after everything blows over, what's your next step? Ooh, I don't know. I'd like to travel. That would be good. I'll admittedly be here coaching over the summer. Um, I got a buddy getting married in September, so I'll be going to that. Going to Wisconsin at some point during the summer. Um, I also, 
I play in uh, an intramural softball league, so I'll be doing that too. So that'll okay. be fun. That's why my leg underneath the khakis, it is bleeding a little bit from sliding yesterday. So oh, that was no. fun. But uh, nah, it'll be fine. I'm used to scrapes and stuff. But um, uh, a big dream that I've had since college is to have a boat on Lake Michigan. Like a nothing crazy, but like a 25 to 30 foot like cabin cruiser. So that will be hopefully in the near future. That sounds so fun because I was literally just talking about a boat. I was like, man, we had <laughs> me and my cousin had went to the lakefront, uh, Rainbow Beach, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went over there for a little while. We was just sitting on the rocks. But I was looking at them cruising there, and I'm like, man, that looks so fun. Nice right. little speed boat. I'm like, man, and your little bikinis. I can't swim for nothing. But <laughs> I will get on a yacht or a speed right, we'll boat. Get you, we'll get you a couple <laughs> life jackets. But it's like you were saying earlier. It's that you see people that they're going on trips like, they were in like this other league and that's something that I didn't really have growing up. Like we didn't, I didn't know the people with the boat, didn't have the boat myself. And so that's something that I might not have a flashy one. Like someone's got like a $200,000 one. I probably have like a 10 to 15,000, like, but I just want to be there to to experience something that, you know, I've always wanted. So that's so nice. That sounds so fun. (laughs) Fingers crossed. We'll see how it goes. It's going to happen. I just know. Well, Kyra, thanks so much for, for doing this and, and we'll stay in touch too. I'm, I'm always, whether it's like, help me look over this paper or just like, hey, this is going on or life updates, we'll, we'll stay in touch. But um, thanks again for doing it. And I'm, I'm really proud of you and let's get you some more barbecue. <laughs> for sure. Barbecue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed being here and being able to talk to you and being able to like have this nice, amazing, mature, cool discussion. It's different, right? You're not used to like, not that we didn't have like cool, mature discussion, but it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a different filter now that it's yeah. like, you even said you were like, you look different. And I was like, all right, I'm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the summer attire. Y- yeah. The big thing. <laughs> it's the summer attire. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this year's student series, everybody. I want to give a big congratulations to Kenny and Kyra, as well as thanking them for their time and energy to jump in and be a part of this. If you have any questions or comments, either for Kenny or Kyra, you can email me classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on Instagram or Twitter, and I'll be sure to pass that along. Next week, we are going to have two episodes, so count it. There will be a bonus episode for our Patreon members, so be on the lookout for that. Thank you again so much for all the support. Happy summer, and until next week, class dismissed.